0: Welcome to Inside the Path to Success podcast, brought to you by Opulus, where you go behind the scenes with financial planners Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh to hear stories about how leading entrepreneurs, millennials, professional athletes, and coaches navigate the natural challenges that arise on the path to success and how to advance to the next level. And now, here are your hosts from Opulus, Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh. All right. Here we go, talking everyone's favorite subject, politics. Who's better for markets, Republicans or Democrats? Everything's a dumpster fire <laughs> this year. Yep. Well, we've got some interesting data to go through today. Um, I think it's a very controversial topic, but it's actually some of the data is really interesting. And I think it's funny, you know, whoever's in power, or at least what I've noticed over the last like you know four or five years now you know that, that i've actually been paying attention to politics you know you go on twitter you go whatever you see like like hashtag like trump trump crash or trump stock crash or hashtag biden crash like red stuff wave like that. blue wave yeah. whatever right <laughs> everyone always wants to blame the president or whoever's in charge acting like the entire uh market is in shambles because of one person um but we're gonna get into today. um you know, what's what's the actual facts and stats behind it. Yep. So uh, it'll be an exciting episode.
1: Yeah, so let's dive into this. Midterm election years and market performance. So we're gonna take a look at the U.S. stocks across the election cycle. Now, the average fourth quarter U.S. stock market performance across all election cycles come in this graph. All years, presidential election years, midterm election years, and non-election years. So for presidential election years and non-election years, the average... Uh, SP return, this is all the way going back to 1926 until really the last month, right? Has been about 3.3 to 2.7% on average for the fourth quarter. Okay. As opposed to midterm election years, it's about double that. So if we go back all the way to 1926, fourth quarter market returns, average for election year and non election years, Three point three, two point seven, midterm election years in the fourth quarter are six point five percent. So, double now, we're talking. now that, we're talking. Which is which is interesting, <laughs> yeah. right now, and it really kind of holds true for. Um, leading up to that. So July, August, September, average returns are 1.4, 0.2, and negative 0.8 in September on midterm election years. But October, November, and December are 2.2% returns. November is 2.7, and 1.5% returns going back to 1926. So consistently positive years to get that 2.2, 2.7, and 1.5% return all the way up to our average of 6.5. Now, Interesting thing is this year going to be different? Is this year going to be the same or somewhere you know in between? Are we just going to be be flat and not yeah. have a loss or a gain? So here's here's why it could be different this time, and then we'll just get into some sectors for Democrats and yeah. Republicans to transition to some of your points, Fran. But what we do have this year why midterm elections could be different and not have the positive returns because we do have store inflation. We do have a hawkish Fed and rapidly rising interest rates, which could be different. You know, I hope it's not, Obviously. But when we look back, we've never had a negative return in the subsequent 12 months after midterm election going all the way back to 1950. Yeah. So we talked about the fourth quarter, but now we're looking, hey, rolling 12 months from November 8th and on have historically averaged a positive 16% return. So history has showed us over the last, you know, going all the way back to 1950, 10, 15 midterm elections, that we're going to average a 16% return on this. Could be higher, could be lower. Obviously, but that's what history has shown. But it's could be different, regrettably, just because of lofty inflation numbers and some of the things that are going on at Capitol Hill. Yeah, and I think um you know one of the things you keep seeing in, in articles now is people are calling this
0: year like a black swan. Yeah, keep saying, and uh, you know it's interesting for people who listen to our podcast. Last week, uh, you know, we got into. Some of the numbers behind how this has been a historically bad year for stocks and bonds alike, and you know one of the worst years for diversification in you know nearly a hundred years. So to your point, is this year going to be different, or is it going to follow you know the trend we've seen? Who knows? You know that's still to be seen, but uh, yeah, hopefully things, <laughs> things, right? things I mean, are as they have usually been.
1: Man, things will get better. It's just a matter of time. And the interesting yeah. thing I saw some charts that J.P. Morgan released last night is that the market will bottom before the economic indicator news right is positive so once payrolls get really good and strong once GDP gets really good and strong and once inflation starts to subside the market will have already bought on historically and be bouncing back yep. so you know and then we have midterm elections we have a lot of stuff going on all at the same time so will history repeat itself will it not? Who who really knows? But what's interesting is our mental perception on what happens in markets in different regimes, Democrat and Republican. um, The data shows a much, much different story, and it really doesn't care about Democrats. It really doesn't care about Republicans. It really cares about the bottom line. So BlackRock had uh, released some U.S. stock sectors by presidents looking at Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and Biden here of each sector of the S&P 500. Now, this is interesting, is that so far, under Biden's presidency, and to be determined on how this ultimately shakes out, is that Biden's sector performance is looking exactly like President Bush's, where energy, technology, and communications, excuse me, energy is the best, while technology and communication services have really struggled. Exact same under Bush, right? While the top three performing sectors were the exact same under Trump and Obama, as well as the worst, which was energy. So when we look at the sectors of the S&P 500 and performances over different periods of time, Biden and Bush's sector performance have looked identical. So have Obama and Trump's, which if you were to ask people, that would not be the case. Yeah, because it, their political
0: uh, you know, affiliations opposites. are supposed to be polar opposites, right? right? So you would think, okay, the performance should be opposites.
1: Yeah. So ultimately, to kind of say all this is that Republican, Democrat, At its core, a lot of people fundamentally believe that that's going to cause the markets to take off to the moon or completely crash. Uh, History hasn't shown us that. Could this year be different? Potentially. But that's not what the data has showed us over time. And we'll find out here in a couple days, which ultimately kind of comes back to our fundamentals of have a long-term time horizon be diversified, and hedge your bets on all sides to smooth out the roads. Going all in on anything, whether it be a stock or a bond, or a political party that that makes your decisions on everything in your life, probably is not a prudent approach. It's not political yeah. advice or yeah. investment advice, but, but that's the data that we take a look at when we're trying to navigate those things.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and it pretty much comes to the point of like, hey, you think that, uh, you know, the Democrats have a, you know, a liberal agenda. They're they're destroying the economy. So, yeah, OK, we're going to have a red wave this midterm. I'm going all in on the market. Things are going to turn around. Stats do not show that that is the case. And that's what I'm going to get into here. So what we have is we have some interesting data here over four situations. We have the unified Republican Party, unified Democrat Party, divided house with a Republican president and divided house with a Democratic president. So what's interesting is there's been a united, uh, unified Republican 13 total years. The average S&P return in those years, 14.52%. We've had a unified Democrat government, 34 thirty four years, and the S&P return in those years, the exact same, 14.52%. Divided House with a Republican president. We've had 33 years of data on this, 6.99% uh, annual return. Divided house with a Democratic president. We've had 14 years of data on this, 15.94%. So what does this tell us? Pretty much nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much tells us that there's no there's no real story yeah. as far as who's the best for markets, right? Markets have performed well over time with Democrats running the show, Republicans running the show, divided, unified, you name it, all different kinds of scenarios. The market has... Uh, um, Done well over time in all different scenarios. There's no been there hasn't been one clear. This is the best case scenario. Yep. Um, another interesting uh, data point coming from J.P. Morgan, um, basically talking. You know, very in line with what you were saying was that U.S. equities will typically trade sideways into midterm elections, but then typically in. Um, the months afterwards you know that, that october november december january time frame that you were talking about they will tend to rally um and you know this has been in all four scenarios they have whether it was united divided republican democrat whatever it's been that trend line has still been looking like you know that two three four yep. five percent that you were speaking to um you know which is a good sign because at the end of the day that's telling us no matter who wins whatever happens in these you know midterms everyone obviously has their biases on what they want to happen and what they sure. think is going to be best for you know the world. but when it comes to markets, it's good to know that it's not going to make a drastic impact or difference um, regardless of you know what your views are the stats don't lie.
1: Yeah. Hey, at you know, the same token, get out and vote. Make yep. sure that you know your voice is being heard on it, and and let's hope for this six percent average return that we get during midterm elections. At the same time, be prepared if it doesn't come, because yep. this year is definitely you know different in the respect of the hawkish Fed that we have, rising inflation rates, and the concerns you know that that are going on around the country.
0: Yeah, and the last thing I would end with is, hey, in the event that Q four isn't as good as it traditionally is it doesn't mean it's the end of the world right things are still going to get better at some point doesn't mean that things are going to continue to crater and it's going to be bad news for the the rest of eternity right things are going to turn around at some point it's just a ma- it's not a matter of you know if it's going to happen it's a matter of when
1: yeah and and if you're like well wow, it's going to happen well th- that's like a once in a lifetime bet that I'm personally not willing to make yeah that is the end yeah. of of the united states and everything else it's just I'm not willing to make that bet
0: and like we always say if that if it is the end of the world, we got bigger problems anyway than worrying about money. So, yeah,
1: 100%. <laughs> um, right. so stay fundamental, stay disciplined, pray for good market returns and uh you for know, for Jed.
0: All right. Awesome. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. Enjoy. If you want even more insights on the path to success, follow Ryan and Fran at Opulus LLC on Instagram and Facebook or check us out on the web at www.opulus.us. Lastly, the content of this podcast is not to be viewed as personal investment, legal or tax advice. You should always consult with a professional advisor before implementing any topics discussed.